Well, I think what you're seeing since Roe v. Wade came down in 1973, 45 years ago, is a strategy that is very calculated and well thought out and designed to chip away the Roe v. Wade holding with the ultimate end of having Roe v. Wade overturned. In a lot of state legislatures, abortion doesn't just come up from time to time. It's on the agenda just about every year, an ongoing battle with a few flare-ups and maintained at a low boil in between. Missouri is one of those states, one where efforts to regulate or restrict abortion have often found success. This year, a bill passed by the House would ban abortions from being performed after 20 weeks of pregnancy. Currently, Missouri bans abortions at 22 weeks. I'm Brian Ellison. This week, why that legislation matters and the long debate on abortion in a state where it's already tougher to get one than almost anywhere else in the country. This is Statehouse Blend, Missouri. Missouri lawmakers have overridden a veto to enact one of the nation's longest abortion waiting periods. An illegal move similar to the one in Texas, Planned Parenthood, Great Plains, and St. Louis filed an injunction to block two Missouri abortion laws. Missouri lawmakers are returning to Jeff City to talk about abortion. A special legislative session began just a few minutes ago in the state capitol. Governor Eric Greitens wants to put more restrictions on abortions in the state of Missouri. Abortion rights were the focus today in the Missouri Supreme Court. A woman says her rights were violated when she was required by law to wait three days to have an abortion. The cycle in Missouri is familiar. Lawmakers pass a new set of restrictions, Planned Parenthood sues, the court makes a ruling, repeat. This time around, abortion opponents in the Missouri House have passed by a more than three to one margin, a ban on abortions after 20 weeks. That's four and a half months of gestation. The bill now awaits action by the Senate. The bill's sponsor is Representative Donna Lichtenegger. We caught her at her home in Cape Girardeau County. She's a longtime anti-abortion advocate, a former member of the Republican National Committee. She believes human life begins at conception. So I asked her why changing the law to prohibit abortions at 20 weeks instead of 22 was so significant. Well, with all the bills that have gone through the Supreme Court, this bill makes sense. It's been done in 16 states. The other thing is that if there is a medical problem, and that is within the bill, and you have to terminate the pregnancy, there's better ways to do it than an abortion. You can have a C-section. The baby will be born with dignity. Now, the baby may die a little later than if it was aborted out, but it's not going to feel the pain that it would have felt tearing the baby apart from limb to limb to get it out. Now, there, uh, are, there are medical professionals who say, including the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, who say that a 20-week-old fetus, in fact, cannot experience pain. Well, I've talked to you doctors who say exactly the opposite of what they're saying. This is the new line. You know, science has come so far. And let's listen to the scientists. It's important. This is a life we're talking about. And, uh, you know, long are the days where you call this just a fetus and make people think that it's not real yet. You know, this baby is moving. This baby can be felt in the belly. And, but and at that least give that child a dignity to be born, and that and that dignity for that unborn child, in your view, is is of a higher importance than the 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 woman, the mother's right to uh, to make that determination about about 
that child and her body. Well, I would hope that that woman would look at her health as well and choose to have the C-section as it is better for her also. It is much better for her. The, the, some of the uh, advocates on the other side of this issue um, have suggested that the real goal of bills like this one is to create a vehicle that works its way through the courts and is part of overturning Roe v. Wade. Is, is, that, is that your real goal here? You know, if this would do that, I'd be thrilled to death. But no, my, my goal here is for people to have respect for life. That's my goal. So it's not, this isn't part of a broader legal strategy. This is really no, just about this. this. Is not part of a, it is. This is just about this. And this is about the fact that science keeps changing and we have to move with science. I'm a dental hygienist. I know how science works. I mean, I, I got my degree back in, in 73 and the things that have changed in my profession alone are astronomical. You know, it's changed even faster in the medical field. So I think people need to respect that. And for those of us who believe in life, um, that's important to us. There are other bills in the House right now that are advancing at various stages of the process that also are related to abortion. You've got uh, Representative uh, Rocky Miller's bill that would require both parents to give permission before an abortion could be performed on a minor. Representative Dogan's bill that prohibits selective abortions relating to sex or race or Down syndrome. You've got Representative Hurst's bill prohibiting a, a person from transporting a minor across state lines uh, to obtain an abortion without the, the consent that would be required in Missouri. Do you feel like this, uh, there's a certain momentum for this kind of legislation? Do you feel like Missouri is on its way to, to, to making abortions less and less common or less and less legal here? Well, I would certainly hope so. We have a lot of groups out here that uh, literally work on this issue night and day uh, on both sides. And there's about 65% or more of the nation right now that no longer believes in abortion. There, there are some disputes over, over that number, depending on how the question is asked. But, but, but you're right. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of people who obviously do not support uh, abortion rights. So do you feel like the state of Missouri does enough to provide uh, the kinds of assistance that that, that some people think would reduce the number of abortions, uh, apart from the regulating on the abortion side. Things like funding for Medicaid or um, sufficient welfare assistance for, for potentially um, you know, potential poor mothers. Do you feel like the state is doing all that it can to prevent people uh, wanting to have abortions? I do. No, I, I do think so. And I'll tell you what, I grew up in a children's home. When I got out of college, I was dirt poor. I didn't have a penny to my name. I could have gotten on, on welfare, but I didn't. I went to work. I was lucky enough to have, have graduated in a, in a field that is, uh, pro- would provide me a good life. I, but I worked very hard. I worked two jobs. You know, I, I'm not afraid of some work. Many people are. I would love to see us change some things whereby if a woman is making a dollar more, she could at least still get some Medicaid uh, health benefits. But we need to encourage people to work, not to have them sit at home 
where they're not doing anything for themselves or society. I mean, do you think that's um, a false connection I'm making between that and the abortion conversation? Absolutely. I think it's totally a false thing. You don't think it would affect the number of abortions, no matter how much uh, assistance was provided? You know, uh, one of my uh, representative colleagues actually took some numbers from the website of um, DDHS, and uh, which is the Department of Health right. and Human Services. And what it showed was that probably over half of the people who had abortions had multiple abortion, and some up to eight. You know, there's, there are those people that use abortions as uh, a tool for how they do uh, birth control, and that's not good for them. It's definitely not good for their bodies at all, uh, and I think later on in life they're going to find that out. People on all sides of the abortion debate cite a lot of statistics and scientific facts, not to mention legal conclusions, some of which don't always agree. For example, you just heard Representative Lichtenegger talk about the pain sensitivity and the likelihood of survival of a fetus with a gestational age of just 20 weeks. But a study in the New England Journal of Medicine earlier this year found that even at 22 weeks, the survival rate of a child delivered prematurely is 5% or less. Several sources report the earliest delivered child ever to survive was at 21 weeks and 5 days, never as early as 20 weeks. One place these disputes frequently end up is the federal court system, and few follow those cases as closely as KCUR senior editor Dan Margulies. It's true, as Representative Lichtenegger said at the start of our interview, that 20-week abortion bans have been passed and remain on the books in many other states. But as Dan explained, that hasn't been the case everywhere. Already similar bans in Idaho and Arizona have been struck down, and those holdings have been affirmed by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Arizona has tried to appeal all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and the U.S. Supreme Court has refused to hear it. For the moment, at least, in the two test cases we have, Idaho and Arizona, where such bans have been enacted, they have been found to be unconstitutional because they run afoul of the line of cases, abortion cases, beginning with Roe v. Wade. The, the name of the bill in the Missouri House is the Pain-Capable Unborn Child Protection Act. The, the idea, uh, the supporters would say, is that a fetus can feel pain at the 20th week of gestation, and uh, that's why uh, abortion should be right. illegal at that point. Uh, not, not all scientists agree. Well, proponents of the ban do insist that fetuses at that gestational age can feel pain. But there is no scientific consensus whatsoever uh, about that as much as they insist that there may be one. I can tell you that a large study reported in the Journal of the American Medical Association some years ago concluded, quote, evidence regarding the capacity for fetal pain is limited but indicates that fetal perception of pain is unlikely before the third trimester. And the third trimester begins at about 27 to 28 weeks from conception. And by the way, the uh, Congress of Obstetricians and Gynecologists has uh, come to the same conclusion. Right. Just in January, they they said that there's no 
there's no factual basis to that claim. Correct. Uh, I mean, I guess you've covered the 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 conflict between abortion rights advocates and uh, anti-abortion advocates in legislatures and in courts. This seems like the kind of change that is is so incremental, so insignificant uh, in the grand scheme of debates around abortion that it's surprising to me that that the anti-abortion advocates would would stake their their claim here. Uh, am I? What am I not understanding? Well, I think what you're seeing, Brian, and what you have seen since Roe v. Wade came down in 1973, 45 years ago, is a strategy that is very calculated and well thought out and designed to chip away the Roe v. Wade holding with the ultimate end of having Roe v. Wade overturned. But in the meantime, there are these all these thousands of restrictions that have been enacted in the 50 states that seek to make it more difficult for women to uh, get an abortion. Now, the 20-week ban is, while incremental, as you say, because Missouri already has a 22-week ban on the books, is just another one of those steps designed to narrow the range within which abortions may be obtained and access to abortions is available. There are a dozen other bills uh, in the legislature this year. Uh, most of them won't pass. A few of them have advanced a step or two in the process uh, concerning parental consent for abortions, concerning uh, bans on so-called selective abortions for uh, gender or race or Down syndrome. Um, it seems like there's a debate over laws – uh, abortion laws and regulations every single year in the Missouri General Assembly. Well, not not just that, but uh, they're in the courts all the time. I must say, it's it's like for Planned Parenthood, which is the principal abortion provider in the state of Missouri, it's like a game of whack-a-mole. No sooner do they uh, go to court and get a restriction struck down than another one is enacted. I was in court on Friday observing just a such a proceeding, Brian. That seems to be a, a regular pattern. You, you, you said it's like whack-a-mole. Yes. Um, what, what, what is Planned Parenthood hoping to accomplish with these lawsuits if, if no matter what they do, another state always will pass another restriction? Well, from their standpoint, if they don't challenge these restrictions, then basically they won't be able to provide the services that they provide, the abortion services that they provide, which is a small part of what they do, but an important part of what they do. Right. I mean, is there an element on the anti-abortion side that also wants to see these things get into the federal court system? After all, Roe v. Wade is currently the, the law of the land. The only way that changes is if a federal court, namely the Supreme Court, votes to change it. Right, which is entirely possible. Right now, it uh, is entirely conceivable that if another vacancy occurs on the Supreme Court, either through a retirement or a death of one of the justices. And President Trump is allowed to appoint another Supreme Court justice. He's already done that once with Neil Gorsuch. That the uh, balance will be tipped in favor of a majority that will move to strike down Roe v. Wade. And that is the hope of folks who are anti-abortion. But these these cases that, that Planned Parenthood and others have filed uh, to protect abortion rights could end up becoming 
a few years from now, perhaps, the vehicles through which abortion rights are, are taken away. Yes, indeed. How, how does this compare with, with what has happened in other states? You mentioned that there's this chipping away. Is that just uh, 50 separate efforts uh, or is there an organized effort? Is there some sort of national strategy by some um, uh, anti-abortion group that's, that's giving the material to legislators in Missouri who are putting these things forward? Well, there's clearly a national strategy on the part of anti-abortion groups and many of the uh, pieces of legislation that are adopted in uh, different states are similar and uh, and that's not a coincidence. They're uh, using model legislation drafted by these groups. In Missouri, if a woman is seeking abortion services today. Where where can she go to, to find those? Well, there are very few places, which is uh, one of the problems. And um, the court proceeding that I alluded to earlier that I attended on Friday, Brian, that concerned medication abortions or medical abortions, the kind of abortion that is the most common in early pregnancy, uh, whereby you typically take, you the woman, take two different pills Right, and that will abort the fetus. And that had only been available in Springfield very recently, right? Well, it's not available in Springfield, and it's not available in Columbia for this reason because of the regulation that I spoke about a right. moment ago. It would have become available under the, 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 the last year's court ruling. Correct. But now the emergency regulation promulgated by the Department of Health and Senior Services requires that every medication abortion provider have a so-called complication plan that requires a written agreement with a local OBGYN who will be on call 24-7 in the event any complications ensue from the medication abortion, which, by the way, I should say are rare. The rate of of complications from such abortions is about 5% and major complications from such abortions is about three-tenths of one percent. So the only place you can go for for an abortion for a woman who is seeking that service right now in Missouri, you can get medicine, medical abortions in Kansas City and St. Louis. That is correct. And surgical abortions in St. Louis only. Uh, I believe that is correct, yes. I believe that is correct. I think Kansas City has applied to provide uh, surgical abortions. I'm not sure that they have received approval yet from uh, the department. So, Dan, there are a lot of uh, these laws, these regulations that have passed that have not been uh, struck down by courts. Many right. of those are in effect in Missouri. What, what, are, what are some of the restrictions that currently govern abortion law? Uh, one of those restrictions is a woman must receive counseling that includes information which is designed to discourage her from uh, getting an abortion. And then she must wait 72 hours before the procedure is provided. So uh, to give you the example of the uh, medication abortions that I was talking about that a woman in, say, Columbia might be seeking, because they don't have a complication plan there that has been approved, that woman must either travel to St. Louis or to Kansas City for her medication abortion. And then she has to travel back and wait 72 hours unless she wants to hang around for three days, and she may or may not be able to afford that. Effectively, she has to make that trip twice, basically a 250-mile trek 
two times 500 miles altogether to get that medication abortion because of that 72-hour waiting period restriction. Uh, so that's one of the restrictions that uh, is still on the books. Uh, there are all kinds of others, as we know in Missouri. Private insurance uh, isn't allowed to pay for abortions unless the uh, uh, life of the uh, woman is in danger. And that holds true for uh, plans on the Affordable Care Act's exchanges. They can't pay for abortions. Public money can't pay for abortions. Private health insurance can't pay for abortion? That is correct unless you buy an optional rider at additional cost. Next up, the Missouri Senate takes up the 20-week abortion ban. They've already scheduled a hearing for this week. It's certain to have a lot of support. And if it does pass, a court challenge is probably just as certain. Statehouse Blend Missouri is produced by Matt Hodap. For Missouri politics all week long, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at PTS Brian. If you're in the Kansas City area, we hope you'll join us on Thursday, April 19th at 6.30 for a live taping of Statehouse Blend. We'll be talking about guns and gun policy in the state with legislators. We're doing that at the Buffalo Room at Westport Flea Market. You can get more information online at kcur.org slash statehouseblend. We hope you can be there. I'm Brian Ellison. Thanks for listening.